You're listening to Market Scale Retail. I'm your host, Sean Heath, and today I have the chance to have a conversation with Nicole Leinbach Ryla. She's the founder of Retail Minded. Nicole, how are you today? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing very well. Thank you for asking. It's a beautiful day. Finally, the rain clouds have kind of broken up a little bit, and I get to talk to you about something that's really interesting. So it's a win win for me. Let's go back in time just a little bit. Okay, we're going to break the laws of physics. We're going to travel back in time and kind of give me your entrance into being retail minded. That's a great lead in there. I like that. Let's see. We go way back because I have actually always been interested in retail. My mom jokes that even as a little girl, you know, she'd want to go shoe shopping and I'd want to just explore the displays and talk to the sales associates and ask questions that she couldn't understand why a seven-year-old would care about. But, you know, it really has truly been in my blood, so to speak, all my life. And more specifically, I started to understand how retail impacts community and how retail drives consumer action and all the layers that really influence retail at large. So, you know, even in high school, I would drive an hour to Nordstrom's versus work at the local mall because back then malls were a big deal, right? Aging myself here. But, you know, I wanted to learn from what was considered and still is considered one of the leaders in customer service. So at 16 years old, I would drive an hour to work at Nordstrom's because I knew that they were delivering something that other merchants in their category weren't. And, you know, the the interest and all the fire that was in me really grew from there. I just genuinely enjoyed the business. And I was fortunate to work in the wholesale side as well, after graduating college. And I feel as if I've experienced so much of retail leading me to ultimately start my own business in 2005. Let's go back to what I bet was probably your first business. I bet you were the only lemonade stand in the neighborhood that accepted credit cards. I know. If only I was so smart back then. I definitely was not that savvy. I'm gonna I'm gonna have to knock myself there, but I did have lemonade stands and I was very entrepreneurial always at a young age and I love that spirit of the small business owners and retailers that I still get to work with, that independent minded entrepreneur or something that still kind of gives me spark, if you will, to do what I do to ultimately help them do their own jobs better. Now I wanna talk about your your Background, just a, a moment before we jump forward in back to the present and the technological revolution and all of the amazing things that's allowing retail to do. And I want to talk about specifically your affinity for Nordstrom, because one thing that Nordstrom did that I always thought was just absolutely fascinating was the concept of a personal shopper. It didn't matter if you were buying shoelaces or buying a suit personal shoppers, that is really forward thinking when it comes to retail. And you've kind of taken that spirit and approached it to the to help all retailers sort of look at that personal connection and how they can leverage technology to accomplish that. That's exactly right. Personalization more so than ever is so important. And Nordstrom led the way back then and continues to do so now. And I, I have to bring this up while we're talking about Nordstrom's. Because influencer is a big word right now, right? We have influencers in all categories of business, including retail. And influencers range from being famous via social media, that's how they gain their fame, to being authors and industry leaders who gain their fame from that perspective. Nordstrom's, when I was in high school, had an ambassador program that they still do for high school girls or guys. And that ambassador program is basically educating what will be the future of retail the people who will be leaders in the future of retail. And they used that word ambassador even back then, 20 plus years ago. And that word is now 
really reaching a peak as well. And so I find that fascinating that Nordstrom's has led the way in customer service and the value of what we look at as influencers, ambassadors, and you know they still continue to spark conversation about what that means to industries. Now let's talk about, I'm really surprised that you took the time and I'm kind of honored that you took the time out of your 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 day right now to talk to me because your Super Bowl is just four days away. ASD Market Week is coming up on the 11th. How Do you even have time to sleep this week? <laughs> Let me tell you, ASD Market Week, I've been going for years. It's my favorite trade show. And and as much as I like sleep, I just train myself that I don't need a lot of it between now and when it's over. <laughs> And there's good reason for that. It keeps me awake because I actually love what we're doing. I love the show itself. I love the production of the education we produce there through the Independent Retailer Conference. We're launching a new program called ASD Live, which is going to be videos live from a studio on-site at ASD. So if you're not there, we can still stay connected. You can get live updates every day. Um, but if you are there, you can still gain so much from these updates as well. So I'm very excited. Doors open on Sunday. Now, as someone who has spent a large portion of your young life in retail, you've been able to see just the the advancing speed in changes and revolutions and evolutions and upgrades and improvements. What have you seen over the last year or so that really made you sit up and go, oh, wow, that's new? You know what I think I keep seeing in recent months that led itself there, of course, from the months leading up to it and the years for that matter, is the realization of what omnichannel really means. We've been talking about online and digital and what e-commerce is and how it's changing retail. Many people even said it was killing physical retail. But I think finally now we're seeing that retail is in fact changing. It's not dead. It's not dying. It's simply changing. And technology and digital have certainly influenced that. I think now more than ever, what we're seeing is how we can actually bridge the gap between online and offline retail and make that brand experience more cohesive across all market avenues. So whether you sell in a marketplace, a physical storefront, or even in a traditional brick and mortar store, um, such as a Nordstrom's, for example, you know, there are so many things allowing merchants to thrive and do their best now and reach customers of all these channels, including via social media. I call it S-commerce, social commerce. You got e-commerce, your email commerce, commerce. There's all these avenues that are driving commerce. And I think finally we're pulling it together and bridging those gaps. A couple of the things that I think technology is, is allowing retailers to do is it's allowing more flexibility in the way they tailor the experience, the way they present their information, the way they interact with their customers. But it's also allowing two-way communication. It's allowing customers to provide information to retailers who can then provide that information directly to manufacturers to, oh, so this is, oh, we can make it this way. Or, oh, it, there seems to be a need for this color or this pattern. And I think there's a, it's almost like there's an explosion of communication Whereas before it was, we've made this thing, you need to buy this. And now it's, hey, I would like it if you made that thing in plaid. Absolutely. I think data more so than ever is, of course, more easily understood thanks to technology, but customers are giving intel to retailers and to brands. And so these brands and retailers can react to what customers really want based on their search queues, based on the chatbots they might be having online, based on their actual purchasing history. And we can apply all this collective insight to make more strategic, more accurate decisions as retailers. 
And that provides a huge optimization as a merchant. I think that also gives the merchant a sense of peace instead of, oh, we have to figure out how to sell this thing. That's not the challenge anymore. The challenge becomes, oh, we have a request for this thing. Here you go. Here's the thing. And it seems like that'd be a much, um, a great reduction in stress from both sides of the purchase. Absolutely. Yeah. The channels of communication behind the scenes, so oper- you know, the operating side of retail, are much more cohesive than they've ever been. The solutions, whether it's your point of sale to your warehouse management and everything in between, can now all communicate together. And having all of that data collectively able to say to one another, hey, we were alerted to this today. And then the other side saying, hey, we were alerted to this. And then being able to apply that cohesively is allowing retailers to make stronger future buying decisions and more timely real-time decisions that can influence their marketing, their staffing, their budgeting, so many variables that all factor into you know the strengths and weaknesses of retail. So I'm going to go back to my earlier attempt to get you to spill the beans on a secret. So ASD <laughs> Market Week, anything special you got planned that you can tell me about that won't get you in trouble with your boss? So we have so much going on at ASD Market Week. We have um, the new series ASD Live, which is a video series they're launching at the show, which is very exciting. I'll be co-hosting it with Jasmine Glasheen, who also works for me here at Retail Minded. Um, We also have over 100 free education sessions taking place while at ASD Market Week. So collectively, 45,000 people attend ASD Market Week. What I love about the show is it's nine shows in one. You have everything from your gift and novelty to fashions and accessories to home decor and even convenience store smoke vape. I mean, there's truly everything there. And including all of that great inventory opportunity, you also have these 100 plus educational sessions. So it truly is a one-stop shop, if you will, for retailers to come and explore not only what they need for their store, but how to best operate their store. And that really makes ASD stand out. So an entire week in Las Vegas, ASD week, probably what, 40, 45,000 people probably show up for that? Yeah, absolutely. Historically, that's what it's always been. That's what we anticipate well, it to be this time. Okay, right now, over, under, the number of business cards that you're going to get, 1,000, over <laughs> or under? I'm, I'm going to say over, absolutely. Wow, that's a lot. That You have to buy a separate carry-on or a check a bag just to be able to get all those home. <laughs> so there's that fancy little thing called data that we get to use nowadays, but we do get to stay in touch with everyone that comes through ASD and share with them the content and you know updates in between shows because it's held biannually in March and August. So that's you know, great because they come in March, they get to come back again in August, early August. So that's how we stay in touch. They have um, a great blog called ASD Insider. and they're always just spilling the beans on what you need to know in terms of inventory as well as retail news. So now I want to I want to direct your focus a little farther than one week in advance as an as a thought leader in this industry, which you obviously are. What do you think or what do you see maybe a little farther out on the horizon that hasn't really gotten the attention that it deserves, but you know, oh, this thing's coming and it's going to be big. Is there something you see in the future? So I'm going to switch to physical brick and mortar real fast on this because I could tell you a lot about all the great things that happen with e-commerce and all the fantastic resources there are. But you know, earlier I was saying, I think that we're bridging that gap between physical and online. Now, if we look specifically at physical, we're seeing that real-time data being applied more so than ever in the past. We've seen it in e-commerce. 
simply because technology got there first. Uh, there's a really favorable technology out there that I love called DOR, D-O-R technology. And it's a foot traffic monitoring technology that actually has these sensoring capabilities and fantastic insight that captures data as customers walk in and out of physical storefronts. Now, the question might be, why is this important? But it's important for so many reasons because it can give intel to retailers offering them insight on staffing, marketing, um, best times of day for sales, optimal foot patterns within the stores, and so much more. So I really love that. I think that the physical store itself is going to get hotter. We're already seeing this right now. If you look at someone like Amazon who has kiosks in malls, or for that matter, their recently launched grocery initiative, or their bookstores, they have 13 across the country right now with more plans to open others. I think that the trend to overlap online into that physical store environment is so important. So I think we're going to start to see more physical personalization experiences and technology being offered. I, I think have another that's a favorite very... too, actually. Oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. <laughs> There's one more I really love called Sales Floor. Have you guys heard of this yet? I really love it. It's Sales Floor, F-L-O-O-R. And it allows for brick and mortar retailers, the sales associates within those stores to stay in touch with customers as they leave because you and I can probably both agree that our mobile phone is our smartphone is so close to us at all times. And often it's not so much that we're using it as a phone, but rather for email, text messaging, general communication, social media, and so forth. Well, what SalesFloor does is it empowers sales associates and physical stores to stay connected with their customers once they leave the store and communicate product update, news, special events, and so forth. But it's being monitored and analyzed through this specific software. So in the past, sales associates were just using their own texting to do that, their own personal messaging avenues. But now stores have this data being shared within this particular application, and it once again allows them to optimize their overall buying strategy and customer service techniques. And I just love that technology is really enhancing that in-store personalized experience as well. I find it really interesting that as young as Amazon is, and although it is a behemoth, it's really quite young in the in the big scheme. And I find it interesting that a company that everyone identifies with online and technology is actually going retro already and creating the physical storefronts. And there are a lot of other companies that do that. Uh, showrooming is something that all of us have done. We've all wanted to see what does that sweater really feel like before we order it online or what color blue is that stereo really? And so, you know, you want to go and see the thing before you actually buy it. And the ability to do that, not only does it save the retailer a massive amount of money in shipping for returns and products and all that, but I just think it generates an overall better customer experience. So let's talk about your personal customer experience. You get one day, any city in the world, just to go shopping. Do you have one city in the world that if I gave you an unlimited budget and a whole day to go and just walk around and shop, do you have one city that you'd pick? Wow, that is a fantastic question. It's gonna, I mean, if it is really coming to life, I'd have to give a little bit more thought because Europe and I haven't spent enough time together, so I'd probably go somewhere there. That said, I actually really love small towns. I'm going to pick somewhere in the South that has a lot of charm and just personalization. You get that 
customer interaction, so customer sales associate inter- interaction, maybe like Charleston, never been, you know, and you hear about just the general small shops and independent businesses there and in so many other great parts of the country. So I'm going to go with that. You know, I think that's an excellent choice, and I think that fits your personality perfectly. Who knows? While you're there, maybe you do a pop-up lemonade stand. <laughs> that's exactly right. So, And we've come full circle. I want to thank you for taking the time today. I know how incredibly busy you are and just running around like a four-alarm fire trying to get ready for ASD Market Week. Today, I've had the pleasure of speaking to Nicole Leinbach Ryla, and she is, of course, the founder for Retail Minded. Nicole, thanks so much for taking the time today. I hope you have a wonderful trip in Las Vegas. Thank you. Thanks for having me. And I know I will. Thank you for listening to this episode of our podcast. If you'd like to find out more or listen to previous episodes, go to marketscale.com slash industries. And if you have a chance, subscribe to the MarketScale publications for the latest articles, videos, and podcasts from your favorite industries.